Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Hey everybody, welcome back to the Black and White Podcast. Life might not be black and white, but we are. I'm Katie. And I'm Marie. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another week where we will probably have a full episode now. Uh, (laughs) My deepest apologies for last week. It was totally on me. (laughs) Well, was that on you or was it? I, I refreshed. I'm the one who refreshed. You did refresh, but I now I know like if that happens again, we just have to create a new file and just keep re-recording. Uh, because I think with the refresh, it deleted your other file. It's a whole thing. Um, gotcha. But- <laughs> uh, a lot of quality gems in there. It's okay. Um, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe people weren't ready for the full convo, though. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're maybe saving that for the good times. Yeah, so we're more popular. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. more social wider appeal yeah <laughs> uh. um one of the things that i forgot to recap last week uh before i like shuffled that episode off was that marie got a job uh and has been doing that the last uh two weeks how or i guess the last week a week yeah it's been a week exactly i mean i haven't been doing much of course but I'm really excited about the work we're doing. Um, you know, it's, I think I said a little bit, but basically what we do is all the, like the soft touches, the little touches of like events. So things mm-hmm. like hotel logistics, we're doing like, you know, the swag that people give out, the airlines, the registration, the translators, all that stuff. Then mm-hmm. you're like, who figures that out for these big events? And uh, out Marie, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm Andrew. excited. Yeah, that's awesome. And how's it been going this last week? Do you feel caught up? Do you feel like you're like just kind of being thrown into it? I'm definitely being thrown into it. But here's the thing: they're so organized. I know what's going on. Yes. It's very good about, but it's just more about what they need me to contribute to what's going on um the event i'm working on they got like a few days before i even came on so it's just all been um you know it's time wise yeah go 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 but i honestly i just think they are it's funny they were saying oh we're not that organized but i think it's I'm like, yeah. yeah <laughs> You're like are. in comparison. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let me just tell you, I know all all the projects we're working on right now. I can go and see. I can know I know where we're at, you know, oh my God, what we're doing. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, like there's I'm sure there's things I don't know, but I mean I I they they make it real easy for you to do your job. Um oh, and they what's that like? for everything. I know, right. <laughs> Right. Um, and I think it helps that it's not, it's, I like that it's a, it's a company that's not tech, but it works with tech. So mm-hmm. that we don't overcomplicate things like ten, tech companies tend to do all the so, time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah. So, I mean, I am excited uh, for where, what, where this is going to take me. I think I mentioned before I get to travel. So I'm already in September going to Palm Springs and New York. And I'm really excited yeah. about that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Is that the, the first travel trip for this company that you'll be doing? Yeah. New York. In, uh, unless I do end up doing a site visit beforehand, but I doubt it. I think New York yeah. is going to be the first, um, first trip. Yeah. The show. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And you're going to try and hang out with one of our, one of our good friends, uh, out there who really enjoys soup. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to give him a call. Um, I guess I don't know who else might be interested in actually seeing me, um, but <laughs> um, I'm hoping when I go to LA too in October, and I feel like there's a lot of people I can see in October, so that's exciting. Fuck yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's around Halloween too, so we're trying to find like, Ooh. um, like haunted houses and things to do down there. So. We shall oh see. my gosh! We shall oh, see. how fun! What, yeah. What weekend are you doing? Like Halloween uh, weekend, or are you doing weekend before? Or well, I think it's the weekend. I don't know calendars. So let's see. It's okay. Uh, Halloween this year is on a Monday. Um, I think it's going to be like the few days. The let me look. Let me just look. I love that you knew it was on a Monday. Only because I have my calendar up right now. Yes. Yeah, far off. <laughs> so I probably will stay the weekend, like through the weekend before Hollywood. I'm, Halloween. I might not be there on Halloween, but I'll at least because I'll. I'm gonna like our event is the 25th to the 27th, and um, cool. I'm like, well, I just might as well stay down there a day and a half or Please two. Do. Yeah. So we'd love to hang out with you if you have yes. a moment to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna be a good time. So, yeah, I'm really happy. Um, I think this is a good space for me and it's a place where it's I can feel good. like I can excel and do well. And, yeah. uh, yeah. That's awesome. Bada boom. Bada boom. <laughs> What's it like? <laughs> oh, uh. It's it's so nice. It, it already feels like you are lighter. Just like talking about it. Definitely, definitely. Um, I think it was it was. I was getting real depressed. Like our house right now. It's funny because I thought I would do all this mass <laughs> while I was gone. Is that was that a guitar? No, it's my. It's my microphone stand. It's got like a little thing on it that I accidentally just scraped and it sounded gotcha. like a guitar strum. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I totally did. Um, for what I was saying. Oh, um, I remember thinking that I was going to like, while I was laid off, I was like, I'm going to get all this cleaning done and it's going to, the house is going to be sparkly. I'm going to organize. And I, it's funny cause I've gotten more done in the last like week and a half than I did, uh, the three months I was unemployed. Unemployed. Uh, because yeah. the, the mental energy to clean on top of job hunting. I, I don't envy anybody who's job hunting. Uh, yeah. I'm technically still kind of, but like, I've also got a lot of random stuff. But I'm just like, anybody, you can just like claim me for the whole year. You can totally just make sure I'm your full-time worker. Um, 
my not part-time lover. But yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like the, the, the mental energy it takes when you're unemployed to get up and clean something is just like, you know what? I, I'll do it later. I'll, you yeah. know, like already. I've got time. <laughs> right. I've got right. all the time I need. Yeah. Which I don't know about you, but sometimes worries me about retirement. Like, I remember like my dad always talking about retirement. I'm like, I dad, I'm an actor. I have no idea what that looks like other than just like not acting anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. I don't, what, what do you think retirement would look like for you? I'm the hoping dream. it involves travel and just see, here's the thing about me. And, uh, I am a Taurus, a very true Taurus in that. I love being home and it's funny that I'm bored, <laughs> but I, but I still like being home. I think it's it's funny how the unemployment made me feel like, oh, there was nothing to do at home. But um, the minute I didn't have to, it was funny. The week like the between when I knew I didn't uh, need to keep looking for a job. And the minute I started, that, like, time bef between was very free. Like, we went out. We, you know, went mm. to my parents. So I think I would do stuff. I think what gets you um, really kind of, uh, I almost feel like frozen, is that the ominousness of not working and yeah. feeling so unsettled. And I don't want to leave the house because maybe I'll spend money. And, you know, right. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think, I think I'll be okay. I think I'll be okay doing nothing as long as the burden of like not having of to ha worry about like how I'm going to pay my bills. Right. It? It's the That's safety element. Yeah. If like, if it's like, hey, okay, bills are taken care of because I am retired and I've got a strong pension or I'm on Medicare or whatever the case may be, what, like you've set up a plan for yourself that you can live comfortably. Um, what would be like the first thing you do? Uh, I get out of Given plane, like certain securities. Get on a plane and go travel? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's, that's what I'm hoping like the rest of my life looks like, quite honestly. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll stay in some places a bit longer, you know, cool. be gone for longer periods of time. But yeah, like I have travel goals. I want to see as, want to go to as many countries as I can. That's uh, awesome. So, yeah, uh, I think that's what we're really hoping my mom kind of does more of is yeah. get out and go see the world yeah so it was funny mark and i were talking about this recently and i was coming up with the idea of like what if i just worked insanely hard for a year made a shit ton of money in whatever aspect it is and then i took a an adult gap year so that mm -hmm. i can do all the things that I wanted to do to just like live, but like, but also have the functionality of where I'm at in life to like enjoy those things. And I was like, is that a thing that people do? Do people take adult gap years? Because I kind of want to just like not work for a while. <laughs> yeah, they do. They definitely do. 
How do they? How do they get the funds for that? How does this happen? I think that's what they they work insanely hard and save up for a long time. I think that's what it is. Like they eliminate all their debts and things like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, people do it. I I, I, there's also it's funny. Even if you don't want to take the work off, there's these um, programs called Remote Year. Ooh. And like you, it's like you work remote. Yeah, built, but they're taking you all over the world for a year. Ooh, yeah. Who does this? There's a couple companies. I mean, I, a, a simple Google search. I'm sure, like, sure. work, remote travel. I don't know, but sure. um, I always wanted to do one of those. But yeah, it, um, work remote abroad. <laughs> I just feel like I if I'm going abroad, I wanted to I want to be focused. <laughs> I don't want to be like, oh, let me just uh scam call this person to try and get their credit card number. <laughs> right. No, no, no. These, I think there's a lot of like techies who do these jobs, but sure, like, sure. Yeah, oh, it's called remote year, remoteyear.com. And they okay. I mean they have one week retreats, one month fours, or twelve month journeys. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, man, that sounds amazing, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. But I think too, it's like when you live in a place because you live in a place for mm-hmm. a month, so it's like so you see twelve different countries over the course of the year. So I like that about it too, is that you get to be wow. settled for a month. And just kind of chill and discover the country and have a regular Ugh. enough schedule where you can still get your work Stuff done. done. If it's yeah. not, not scam calls, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, think, <laughs> I think there's, I think there are a lot of jobs. I mean, I, I, you know, like the work I'm doing, maybe I wouldn't, it might be hard, but we have, um, offices in dublin and in spain and in brazil so you know maybe you know they might need people more people in those time zones soon enough so you never know (laughs) yeah dude irish people and we did talk briefly about this on the last week but i think that was one of the ones i know they're the nicest people the nicest people. We were talking about it with uh, in terms of flights and things, um, but they are the most welcoming people. Canadians and Irish. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know many Canadians. Well, I bet you the Can- Canadians are like the people you know, but you don't know they're Canadian. Like everybody's yep. a Canadian. They're all secret Canadians. <laughs> secret Canadians. Well, like it's like all those, all these uh, Hollywood, all these like. What is Actors. it like Judd Judd Apatow's whole crew? They're like all Canadian, aren't they? Or like Seth? Are Seth, they? A whole bunch of Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, I think, is like a just a kid from New York. I, I or think. do they film them all in in Canada? There's a lot of filming. A lot of filming that happens in Canada. A yeah. lot of filming right now happens in Georgia, Canada, and oh, there's like some other place, but it's because of the tax breaks. Um, a lot of your like DC, some of your Marvel shows. Um, that stuff films in Canada. Oh, I actually, I think some of the more recent Marvel shows or Star Wars shows have been LA or Georgia um, because they've got that new dome type 
thing where you can shoot in a dome and make it any time of day, any setting. It's pretty cool technology. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I will say, though, I did do a Google search real quick. Seth Rogen is from Canada. Is he really? I'm actually shocked yeah. by that. I thought he was a New York guy. No. Because uh, I know he was, doing, he was doing stand-up when he was, like, 16. Yeah. he can, they, They're coming over earlier and earlier. I know, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> they're coming over earlier and earlier. <laughs> Taking our acting jobs, yeah, those yeah, Canadians. Border. <laughs> um, let me see. Nice uh, people Michael you'll meet, Fo- though. <laughs> Fox, I had no idea. Oh, I didn't know that either. Uh, I know Dawson. Ryan Reynolds and Jay Gosling. Bo- Will Arnett, William Shep. This is uh, this is Joshua. I'm just. It keeps getting worse and worse. So I was Everybody. at Comic Con a couple of weeks ago, and uh-huh. um, we I was interviewing a, a guy. At, uh, it was he's like the VP of Star Trek, just like the marketing. Okay, really cool guy. And as we were kind of finishing up the crowd just sort of started to like part like like waves in the sea and okay. the, Dwayne the Rock Johnson walked by and so oh, I t- what? yeah I took a couple pictures and everyone was like he's a lot shorter than I thought he was and I googled it and I was like how tall is he supposed to be and apparently he's supposed to be 6'5 forgive me if I'm outing this but he does not seem 6'5 he seems either my height which is six foot or maybe shorter um which makes me really kevin hart is so tiny (laughs) i I, he's gotta be he's gotta be like for something maybe less i don't know but uh but the (laughs) rock himself i don't know i don't know how tall he is he's definitely like five foot something but i don't i don't think he's six five yeah (laughs) he didn't seem that tall to me maybe it was the angle (laughs) maybe it was the angle i mean like he was about as close to me as my the screen of my computer is. Uh, okay. So. Oh really? Okay. So you got a good co- comparison. I I thought I did. Yeah, and I've I've got a picture. I, I don't know. He seems that six five seems too tall. They all their heights on there. And I know. Stuff, so. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't put it past. <laughs> I he just I mean, he is a beast so of a big. human. <laughs> yeah. He's like, definitely, yeah, he's jacked. That, okay, I was going to say, did he look hella, like, okay. Yeah, I well, because he's out that's promoting funny. Black Adam. and that's like, what I was going to ask, he, what's he promoting? Yeah, Black Adam. Um, and he's. I think he's also doing, like, a new natural caffeinated tea that's, like, called Zoa. I think it's, like, a maybe New Zealand or Hawaiian um, sort of okay. drink. You drink, it's, like, a natural energy drink. Um, I didn't try any, but uh, dude looks dude looks ripped. He like okay. it doesn't look like they made that suit to make him look like he had abs and all that stuff. Like no, the the guy works out pretty regularly. And if you follow yeah. him on Instagram, yeah, can, I'm so envious of his cheat days. He just has like stacks of French toast. Oh, it sounds so amazing. <laughs> he just but he, you and then know. he puts the work in to get that. You get us, yeah. Like he needs to eat that much to like that's like that's, that's crazy. I, I, you know, because obviously you know, working out and like trying to eat healthy, you come across like, oh, check out Chris Hemsworth's, uh, you know, workout routine or whatever, and it's like a flash cut of him in all of like the things that he has to eat during the day. The dude has to do like five thousand calories a day. 
to maintain all that muscle. And I was like, I, I want to eat all that, but I don't want to do the workout part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, 5,000 calories a day. Some, something like that. It was something like, I was like, wow, I, I would feel exhausted just from eating. I know. Like, what? I mean... And the thing is, they have to watch the fat intake too. They can't just like they load do. up on, on donuts like and shit. Five, yeah, yeah five thousand calories worth of fat. I yeah. mean, no, they have to have like chicken breast, yeah, veggies, you know, um, smoothies and protein shakes how, and all that stuff. How much rice do you gotta eat to make up so much rice? So Ugh. much rice. So much rice. And then it blows up in your stomach, and that's why you're not allowed to feed it to the pigeons after a wedding. It's true. It's true. Ooh, I wonder what we'll have uh, to throw in the air. Maybe bird seed. Popcorn. Popcorn. I don't know. (laughs) That's fun. (laughs) We'll figure something out. Confetti. I don't know. I guess that's a mess, too. Someone once described that as the herpes of, like, the arts and crafts world. (laughs) I love it. Glitter, you know, but here's the thing, it's so good. Like it's I so good. it's so good. Glitter is amazing, but it's like, yeah. Um and well, here's the thing. You know what's equally as like funny as sand is kind of the same thing in that it's co- like when you go to the beach. Yeah. You have you find sand in places for weeks. Same as glitter. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Um, my birthday was last Friday and so Mark and I took off work. We were like, we're not going to do any work. We're not going to like write for anybody or do anything. We're just going to go to the beach and have a day at the beach. And I can't tell you how unbelievably rewarding it was to just take a day and not be around anyone, not really hang out with anyone and just go to the beach. And I caught some waves. It was pretty great. It was like mentally just very reviving. (laughs) Wait, you, when you say caught some waves, what are you? Are you body surfing? Are you surfing? Um, are you billabonging? boogie boarding? Well, billabonging? I, say, <laughs> <laughs> I billabonging? was douchebagging. <laughs> uh, um, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, what was funny? So I haven't been to the beach since Mark and I got engaged on the East Coast. Okay. And. We were doing some boogie boarding and I couldn't catch any waves. And I was like kind of getting down on myself and saying, man, maybe I'm just like too old or too fat now. And I just can't catch waves. And then I caught a couple of waves out here in California. And I was like, oh, okay, good. It was just the strength of the waves. It wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) And then part of my brain was like, or maybe you just lost a little weight. I was like, stop it. <laughs> just let yourself boogie board freely without it's shaming. True. Without <laughs> shaming. Uh, oh, I, I will say this, though. I had I had some beers. And the next day, I was like, oh, right. This is what getting older feels like. A couple of beers makes me feel like a fucking wreck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, welcome to... Jesus, yeah. aging sucks. Like, I've been, like, working out, trying to get more, like, doing these mobility exercises. Because nice. I know that that's, you know, they say you should get strong, but you also want to retain your flexibility and your mobility. And, they, you know, you can do a lot more with your body than 
you realize. And, but like, it's so funny because it's something's damaged. was already done. I can't even do, I can't even get into the position to do the exercise to help increase my mobility in that position. Like I can't oh. do something. So it it's sucks. Uh, it though. Yeah. Nah, I, it's just funny. My knee that they don't, they, you know, they're, they're cruel. Yeah. Knees are so cool to you. I was doing good. And one day it's like, no, we don't like that anymore. So, uh, but as I lose weight, I hope that it's more cooperative because, you know, taking the pressure off of that knee's got to help. I would suspect. I would suspect (laughs) as well. (laughs) Yeah. But, oh, oh, man. man, Oh, man. Aging. It sucks. Uh, Yeah. Um, what kind of exercises do you typically do? You know, it's funny. I haven't done any in weeks, but what I was doing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was doing squats. I was lifting weights, uh, running. So trying to get cardio, trying to get strength training in, um, and, um, a lot of ab work stuff because I wanted to tone that stuff down. And let's be real, it's been kind of crazy with the whole job hunt, working for several mm-hmm. different companies. I'm currently working for, I think, a total of like three or four companies now. It's hard to keep Ugh. track. Just yeah. contract working, um, which is why I'm just like, anybody, I'm here for full time. Yeah. Um, but apart from all that, like, um, you know, I just haven't had the time to focus on working out which i hate and i it's weird to think that like when i get a job i will finally have time to do things <laughs> right and it's like then you know and a little bit more freedom to just like do them like oh consistently this is, yeah it's uh, oh katie this is the worst tell me no does this i'm sorry not for i mean i know it sucks that's what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I still think I. It's like funny because I'm still there. I haven't got my first paycheck, so I'm still feeling that that like. Uh, Ooh, until you, I get my first. Yeah, are you like feeling like oh, what if this is a scam? Like, are you trying to come up with ways to? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I went through that, but I just also think I'm just kind of still anxious, just because I'm like. Until I get my first check, it's hard to breathe. Like this yeah. is real. This is a job. Um, I don't. I don't think it's funny because with our last job, I remember everybody kind of thought it was a scam, and everybody held their breath yeah. to get their first deposit. Um, but it's more like, okay, I'm I'm going to be financially okay again, right, right, right. Yeah. And I know I'm going to, but it's still like I'm still kind of having to like penny pinch until yeah. I get that first check and. Um, I don't know. It still feels, it's that, it's that I'm still riding the wave a little bit. I'm happy to be on the boat, but I'm still like, the waves are still a little bumpy and a little choppy. Yeah. 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 Don't be there soon. Are you expecting it within this next week? Cause we're now at the start of the month. It's not going to be till the 15th. I'm going to get my Oh, do they? Oh, bummer. But is it then like on a bi-weekly type of basis? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. 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 Direct deposit? Money, 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 money. Direct deposit. The best. The right. absolute best. <laughs> I, I am 
I ain't messing around with these, like, send me a check and then wait until I deposit it. Like, nah, send me my money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Let it just be there. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I, um, I had, actually I just worked a job and she told me to invoice her and I was like, ah. Oh, oh, why? I, I hate <laughs> the thing that, like. I don't mind contract working because, like, you can work with so many different people. You can, like, go so many different places. You can show off so many different skill sets. I hate invoicing. I'm just like, you know what you owe me. Just give me the money. (laughs) Write me a check. Yeah. You have it today. Yeah. (laughs) I think I've also been spoiled by, like, you know, regularly scheduled payments. (laughs) Yeah. That'll – that's what I think that's the thing is, like, I don't – because you know we both kind of survived this time by gigging and yeah. every time I you know do one it just reminded me that I hate doing it yep. well okay I don't hate gigging I, I like the work usually I hate yeah. the unreliability of it and the kind of everywhereness of it oh I think we're both kind of just tired today, huh? <laughs> it's, it's we're so recording funny. later than we usually do so there is that but I think it's been a long day for both of us <laughs> yeah uh um, I don't know. Uh, what was we were talking about? Blah blah blah. <laughs> Gig working and how yeah. Toll. It's exhausting. It's a feat, you know. Feast or famine. Will I work tomorrow? My contract could end today. My contract's for a certain amount of limited time. You know, people can fuck you over really easily with contract. <laughs> work 100 percent, very easily and especially in regards to taxes which always blows my mind how how many things people can do to bend over backwards to not make you a full-time worker <laughs> Just i know right contract you yeah yeah oh my God, no i know yeah. uh it it is amazing um and, it, and it's funny because i feel like we've both kind of grown up in the gig work economy mm-hmm. and going from one job to the next and whatnot and i've always said that I just don't understand how companies are trying to do that because it doesn't breed any loyalty either in product mm-hmm. or in your company. So I've never understood why people don't become more loyal to the people that they have working at their company. Like, <laughs> Well, you're not wrong. It, it... <sighs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I, I've never run a company, so maybe, you know, I'm oversimplifying a couple of things, but it does feel like there has been a trend of, you know, um, high turnover and low skill with high requirement. <laughs> high requirement. Yeah. Yeah. Just stupid high requirement. Yeah. There was a, a meme lately that um, has been circulating around where I guess Google has renamed some kind of um, process or some kind of um, coding to some other name. And apparently not long after that, like they like just this week or last week or something like that, just renamed it. And then there's already a job application where it's like must have 10 years experience for this like new coding process. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't exist before, homie. Yep. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, I've seen things like that. It's crazy. And it's amazing, <sighs> like, must uh, must have a master's degree for, like, you know, very low pay. 
let's put it this way. If you're paying $50,000 a year or less, you should not be requiring no. a master's Anything. degree. Well, yeah, I mean, about, I mean, yeah, for sure. Like $50,000, I believe is, and this is, I might be off a, a thousand or two, but is the average income, it's like 50, the, mm-hmm. like of the Amer- average American. American income. And so what is an know. average American rent? <laughs> That's the thing. And Jesus, Jesus. I mean, the, like, it's so funny because like my dream is that like maybe one day we'll finally potentially own some property but it's just like there's no way and we're we're doing pretty damn well for what we're at and we can't afford any kind of housing in california yeah unless it's literally we we saw a redfin one where it's like oh it's kind of in a it's a little bit outside our price range but then we looked at the photos and it was a burnt down building (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yes (laughs) Okay. I, well, LA is just crazy right now. Period. Like, so, yeah. I mean, I live in San Francisco. We've always known it's crazy. Yeah. But I just, I, as somebody who grew up in LA and seeing how much it costs to live in, like fucking Southgate, like, oh, mm-hmm. like it. How LA much? is good. I don't know, but I just, I was looking. Okay. My friend does realty for uh, East LA. Okay. Let's see, Southgate average home prices and while marie looks that up we're gonna take a brief break and we'll be right back hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! All right. It? Yep. Southgate. The typical home value of homes in Southgate is six hundred and twenty-nine thousand dollars and a hundred and sixty-two cents. That's wow. sorry, six hundred twenty-nine thousand hundred and sixty-two. That's so Compton. About six and a half k, a hundred k, for for what? Um, one story, one bath, maybe. Oh, Jesus, that's so bad. One story half bath. <laughs> oh God! Like here's the thing, no shit to Southgate. I you know th- I lived I 
I lived in <clears throat> down East Whittier most of my life, and okay, um, I always lived in the hood. Yeah. So, um, but like, uh, I, I just think like, where are poor people gonna live? <laughs> That's a thing. And it like, uh, it, and it's not even poor people anymore. It's you know anybody middle america like where, yeah. where are they supposed to live too yeah. like yeah we're pricing everyone out of any kind of longevity housing on top of not giving housing to the homeless <laughs> right right yeah. um and then and then um one even like they can't even on you know all these anti-homeless like street um things like what's the word oh god my my sorry hold on i gotta take a chance oh god damn it oh damn it <laughs> just spilled things. i don't know what's happening but i'm losing it i kind of want to keep shoe. it in <laughs> okay it's fine i don't care i didn't itch my back god my back is itching i had to get my back scratcher listen i love I that you have that wooden back scratcher i haven't seen that wooden back scratcher since like the 90s and i love that <laughs> that was like at every kitsch stop and i like always it was a they're, miracle worker they're, that thing they're classics they're they work yeah. they do, they get the job done um, they really do <laughs> uh Boy, oh boy. Oh, what was I talking about? Oh, anti-homeless. You know, what you know what I'm saying? Like where they'll have like these places that are like where homeless people might gather at night. They'll put little bumps or raise them so they can't sleep comfortably. And Or they'll put a freaking Ronald McDonald on the bench so that they don't have a bench to sleep on. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is like, okay, if you can build that stuff to deter... Those yeah. who have no home, why can you not build homes so that these people can have a place to stay and shelter and like get back on their feet? <laughs> yeah. Isn't I, there, I feel like it's Sweden, and maybe you know this a little bit better than I do, but I feel like it's Sweden that has like such great uh, anti homelessness, like as in encouraging homelessness to never exist again. Um, with well, housing and different like programs, you definitely don't see a lot of homeless people like in the major cities. I don't know about any programs, but I know that there are countries where they've just built mass like housing. Housing, yeah. Um, uh, there are countries with I don't know. It's some Scandinavian country, of course, um, has like zero percent homelessness and they've given everybody a house or some shit like that um and it might be i don't know i don't i don't think it's sweden only because um i feel like it's like i saw the what you're referring to and i feel like it's somewhere else but it's Scandinavia. They're the ones. <laughs> they got sure. a. They've got a lot of uh, uh, great. Um, what's the word? Uh, welfare programs. I guess is the way you say it. General welfare programs, though, like people programs, right? Instead of this ugly word we we use, it's welfare. I right. Think. Yeah, 
which has such a negative connotation to begin with, and especially Reaganites uh, (laughs) and kind of demonizing, as opposed to just being like, hey, look at this human who needs help. Uh, (laughs) Right. Maybe we give them a little extra help. Um, Amazing to me. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to solve homelessness. Yeah, I mean, I I I really want to. I'm like that's I see I have I have to say I feel like it's just it's an issue that I I don't know enough about and mm-hmm. um you know like because I know that there's it's you know I keep saying you know you know you know you know <laughs> there <okay>. are <sighs> um, lots of initiatives to house homeless people i know that there's people doing the work i know i've heard talks of folks not wanting the housing uh, so i know that there's different structural issues that are you know we're up against with providing housing because of course there's health issues there's mental mm. health issues there's things keeping people from you know feeling safe in that and you know government sure. housing whatever the case may be but we have to do something um and we have to do the work to to bridge these issues like, you know if it why don't if people really just would prefer to live out on the street is it there's something else there and you know yeah. what is it that they are worried about being able to continue doing their drugs. Are they worried about um, being watched or living under, you know, what are these things so we can talk about them and figure out other solves because we want people to be housed. Unless of course, you know, they want, if they think that um, bushcraft is for them and they want to live up. Yeah. Um, That's a whole nother story. Let's give them a plot of land and say, go for it. Yeah. Go for it. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I, there are definitely those know. people, and I respect the yeah. hell out of them. But yeah, I mean, um, that ain't me. <laughs> no, um, I'm not interested. I've watched too much of that <laughs> show alone. Have you heard of that show? I have heard of that show. I am honestly a little bit too terrified to watch that show. <laughs> I can get that. I get it. It's definitely uh, it. It's a mind like ah, uh, yeah, freak out because. It is my worst nightmare, but also I'm intrigued <laughs> because I want to learn, right? How I to want to survive s- that. Yeah. And see how these people are. Okay. What would I do? Okay. That's okay. Look at how they went wrong. If you're ever, you know, I don't know, sure. I, but I've, I've read enough end of the world books and seen enough movies to know you never know. <laughs> you, never you never know what you're going to do, what's going to happen. Uh, so um are you reading anything lately i'm not i need to i was just telling nico i i'm i need to at least shoot for like a book a month or something crazy you know i'm such a slow reader that like Uh, a book a month would be a dream (laughs) yeah (laughs) what are you reading uh, I'm currently reading a book series called The Murderbot Diaries, and they're very okay. short, so it helps with my attention span. My okay. friend gave me a great book called Sabriel, which is part of um, a bunch of different novels. Um, 
in like a wider story. And I really like it. He literally gave it to me one year ago on my birthday last year. Um, so I've had that book for a year and I'm just, I'm just a slow reader. I'm just, I trudge along and unless it's like short chapters and like very like short concepts, I, okay. I haven't found myself being, I, I really want to be reading again. I used to devour books like, mm-hmm. and especially post-college when I got to pick the books I wanted to read. Oh, it was just like almost like a book a week. I was just like, oh, well, this is interesting. I like this story or I like this concept or whatever, or I really wanted to learn about this. And I would just devour it. And I don't I don't know if it's just I feel like overwhelmed with busyness or like my schedule's too hilter kilter. I don't know what it is, but I haven't been reading and I really want to. <laughs> yeah, I think it's um <clears throat> I think I what I do notice, and maybe people will notice as they listen, is my vocabulary isn't what it used to be, or maybe I'm just a mm. little bit slower with thinking of how to express myself. And I know that reading helps that, and it helps relax mm. your mind and take you away. And it's something I would rather do than mindlessly watch TV. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't watch. I tend to have, I tend to be one of those people who has TV on in the background. But I'm probably not paying attention, but when I am mindlessly watching, that's a great time to be knee deep in a book. But I don't feel like I'm trying to escape the same things I was trying to escape mm. when I was younger. So sure. there's not that sanctuary in reading. Um, so it's I, it's about redeveloping the habit and knowing just kind of reading for pure joy yeah. on another level. I don't know. What, is there a book that like you have had in extreme joy reading that you would totally read again? Oh. <laughs> um, I can't think not, of anything. I, I'm okay. just like, I just like, it's been that long. I, I you know, yeah. I think, um, I really have, it's funny, I was going through this old reading list of mine I found Mm -hmm. in my old storage, and I was like, oh, I've read all these books. (laughs) So I don't know (laughs) if there's a book that I can think of that I'm like, oh, that changed my life, or that brought me so much. I think it's the act of reading and diving into another story. I like a lot of, of mystery novels. I was into um, a lot of like love stories, but like quirky love stories for a while. Oh, sure. she comes undone by Wally Lamb. That was one I really liked. Okay, um, I'm writing that down. She, she comes Wally undone. Lamb. Wally Lamb mm-hmm. wrote a couple of books that uh, were popular for a while. I'm trying to stick have you read the- any David Sedaris? I haven't, and I have, I think, does my dad have some, my dad does, my dad has some. I believe it. Um, that's the one, that's what, see, the, the, I, go ahead, tell me about it. <laughs> the, the one book I would highly recommend is Me Talk Pretty One Day, and I may have already recommended this book to you or not, I, I don't know, I recommend it to everybody, but it was a book that I saw a woman reading on a plane once. 
when I was young and dumb. Um, And I was like, I saw the title of the book because she kept cackling on this plane. It was very quiet plane and just hear her just like, "Ah!" and I look over and I saw the book and I saw the like title and it's like me talk pretty one day. And I'm expecting it to be about some kid who doesn't know English and like comes to America. Like I had all these assumptions that were just dead wrong. Um, and so I found it one day in the bookstore back when we had Barnes and Nobles and things. Oh, I love <laughs> Barnes and Gotta love a Barnes and Noble. Um, and uh, I picked it up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to read this. And it's a collection of David Sedaris stories and stories about him growing up um, and, and, you know, being gay and like a part of this sort of like upper echelon of white society but they're just so fucking funny that it is a laugh out loud read um and some of his stuff is a little bit like the the squirrel and the something um a little bit odder but holidays on ice another like anytime i have family angst i like to read holidays on ice (laughs) um um, especially around the holidays (laughs) And um, and his something uh, smoking. I can't remember what his what his last one was, but it, they're very funny reads. Um, and I I like the style that he writes in. All right, I just put it in my dad. I think my dad did read it some Sedaris Sedaris. Um, I just put I that in my in my cart to purchase. Nice. Um, I I you know that's the thing is I would like to read. Like, you know, books that aren't necessarily, like, works of fiction, these long stories. I like So, sure. like, um, I, I have... autobiographies. Yeah, I have Barack Obama's most recent book. My friend wrote a... My friend wrote uh, a book, too, that I want to read. Um, Ooh, fun. You know, yeah. So... <sighs> I don't know. I'm just, you know, I just... I think that's one of the things I've committed to doing, and I'm glad we're talking about this because it's a reminder, uh, cause of, my dad had a shelf. The bathroom was big enough for there to be a bookshelf in the bathroom. Oh, no way. Oh yeah. And there's lots of books. And, Gross, but cute. <laughs> yeah. And cause he said, well, because he'd go there for, you know, he'd just for a sit book there. And a good and yeah. read. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, we all knew dad wasn't really pooping that long. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Anyways, there's a lot of books that one of the, um, you know, near the end, actually, his, I'd say a couple days before he died, he, we had to sit in the bathroom together and just had to wait for him to go. And, you know, it was awkward for me. To me, it was like not what I imagined my life coming down to. And my dad either. He decided to die right after that. I know that because he just did not mm. want to be in the bathroom with his daughter. But we <laughs> did try and make. Yeah, well, my mom keeps saying she's like, the minute he was like, couldn't control his bladder and he had to wear diapers, everything, she's like, he checked out. And because I guess he had told my mom he never wanted it to get that far like he's like i'd rather die yeah. before it gets to all of that and so i he didn't let he he wore diapers for no more than four days dad was done <laughs> so, he's like i, I tap out dad, dad was like no 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 son this is where i, I gotta did this go. part of my life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, no. we gotta leave <laughs> 
Oh, I love that. He just said, ah, uh-uh. ah, that's, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Checked out. <laughs> he was done. Um, Hard I love that. <laughs> I love it. I get it, too. Like, I, I think yeah. I can understand that, like, this is not where he wanted to be. But anyways, we're in the bathroom and we're looking at books and we're talking about them. And he said, I just hope you all read. He's like, I hope somebody reads all- these all someday. And um, reading was so important to him. And he often bought me books. And so um, I just want to, I didn't have his musical skills. So I know that one at one point we, uh, we shared a joy like in reading. And I think that would be good for me to read the things that he read and loved. And um, also to just kind of, tap in to his spirit a little bit and read more because uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's why he was so intelligent too because he never stopped reading and learning and getting excited about the world around him so uh, yeah I love that that's <laughs> admirable yeah. words of wisdom keep on reading keep on reading so yeah so I'm gonna I'll check that book out. Long story short. Let me, yeah. No, let me know. Let me know what you think. Uh, yeah. I'm more of a, of a sci-fi person myself, or uh, which is why Murderbot Diaries are really great. It's okay. about a robot that becomes sentient and has, like, crippling depression. Oh. <laughs> Dad would have loved that. I already Dude. know what can- it's like it's like it's a robot with anxiety because it's self-aware now and like it knows how it thinks people think about it and it's like they think i'm gonna kill everybody so i'm just calling myself Murderbot. <laughs> oh uh, my goodness yeah and it like truly believes that it's a murderous robot um but it, it's not it's a, it's a really great series they're very short books um and I'm working on the fourth one, which is, I should have finished that like weeks ago, but <laughs> I'm a slow reader. <laughs> That's okay. I know, I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, Any fun things for it. the week? Well, we've got our monthly party on Friday, which I'm always excited about. So it's the first Friday of every month. Um, after this, after we get off, I'm going to go head over to my mother-in-law's house, um, just hang out out there for a couple of days since I work from home. Nico's still off. So we're just going to be there. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing too crazy, but, um, um, yeah, just that party where hopefully we have a good turnout and good. Yeah. What about you? Uh, nothing, uh, huge on the docket. I got a couple of like meetings and things I have to do. Uh, I had a very good interview on Monday and hoping mm-hmm. that that pans out for a very exciting job. So we will see. And should that happen? I know the Geekscape guys will be happy slash mad at me. Um, <laughs> cause it's a very nerdy thing. And, uh, okay. so fingers crossed. But uh, apart from that, nothing really going on. Trying to keep it chill because this this month started to fill up quick too with just family obligations and uh, uh, all yeah. sorts of different things, you know. Um, so trying to find the like calm between storms. <laughs> Feel you. Feel you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So more updates next week, hopefully. Um, 
but we'll we'll find out and uh, I will hopefully be able to be a little less facetious about things. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I don't know if it stops. Maybe I I, <laughs> I'm I'm still grumpy about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> trust me we will talk more about that later <laughs> well everyone thank you so much again for listening to another week of the black and white podcast just remember the universe is chaos so please be kind to one another i'm katie i'm marie and don't kick other people's balls and make them run far to go get them thank you i love it <laughs> yeah that's rude don't do it's that. rude don't do it. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 